0: And we have returned. We are back for a second episode of Anime Sweater. We were supposed to record this episode last week, but to be quite honest, uh, I was too tired and we wanted to play Starved Stardew Valley. Who's the I and who is the we? Uh, My name is Annalise. I am your host of Anime Sweater, along with my my other host, Sophie Shea, who's joining us.
1: Hi, I was also playing a lot of Stardew Valley.
0: We've been playing a ton of Stardew Valley. We started a co-op. We're trying to get other people in our fledgling podcasting network to be part of the co-op and everyone doesn't have the same time schedule. So getting the co-op going has been meh. And then we wanted to play the co-op with mods. Yeah. And hopefully that'll go well because (laughs) we don't want to play without Automate. And this is not a Stardew Valley podcast. We actually thought about doing a Stardew Valley podcast.
1: (laughs) I have many things I could say, but I'll just try to stay on track tonight.
0: Yeah, so we're here (laughs) doing uh, episode two of Anime Sweater. Anime Sweater, for those of you who listened to episode one, all three of you, first of all, thank you. Second of all, we are going to be the uh, Comfy Cozy Podcast, going over quality anime that should be in your queue and that you should watch if you have not already. And tonight, we are going to be reviewing uh, probably the best show, from 2019 uh we're going to talk a lot about 2019 because it was a really good year for anime don't worry we'll be reviewing older and also newer stuff because there's too much to cover uh but we're going to be talking about the netflix original uh series so what is it
1: Carol and tuesday or as i like to call it two girls fight fascism with music
0: okay so uh and to be fair you got Two Girls Fight Fascism from me, because that's how I pitched the show to you.
1: <laughs> so, Well, uh, yeah, it definitely is that.
0: <laughs> so going over just the basic information, this is, as I said before, this is an original anime uh, that was uh, made by Studio Bones uh, for Netflix and for Netflix distribution. I'm not entirely clear if Netflix uh, worked on it, but it seems possible they did and they had this was a whole kind of planned out thing because uh a month after the show debuted there was a manga which was released in the Young Ace magazine and is being uh published in English by Yen Press uh which is a fantastic m- manga publisher no they're not paying us they don't have to their stuff is good enough and it's directed by Shinichiro Watanabe of Cowboy Bebop fame and what's interesting is that this is this is Studio Bones through and through. Studio Bones has a huge, huge pedigree of just producing really great stuff. I mean, they've they've been you know, um, a lot of people. Well, great stuff that other people like. Not all the stuff here that I'm about to mention here I like. I'm in the doghouse with a lot of anime fans because I don't really think Full Metal Alchemist is all that. Uh, but they've produced Oran uh, High School Host Club, which is amazingly good. Soul Eater, which is very, very good. Um, Go Sick, which is really very atmospheric. Number six, which is one of my favorite shows of 2011. Um, Soul Eater Not, which I still need to watch. It's on my list over at Funimation. Uh, My Hero Academia is their current big running show, and that's been super popular. And Bungo Stray Dogs, which is another very popular show that's had multiple. Uh, seasons as well, and they just continue to to publish really good stuff, just over and over again. I forgot to mention Eureka Seven, mm-hmm. which is again also a very good show. So Bones' pedigree is established. It's hard so, to find something on here that's bad.
1: So what is it about Carol and Tuesday that makes it so iconic of that studio?
0: It's I wouldn't I wouldn't actually say for most Bones fans that this is an iconic anime for the studio. I would say this is an iconic anime for Netflix. Okay. I would say this is the first Netflix original anime that really kind of stuck the landing and really got a lot of people... Well, not the first one, but the first one that, that after Devilman Crybaby, which, again, is a show that we'll have to watch and review, that really kind of uh, got a lot of of really positive reception and buzz even before it came out. And a lot of it had to do with just everything that the show was doing. And it was nominated for a lot of the anime awards. I don't think the anime awards matter, because I don't think that fans voting on stuff matters. But it really does have a lot of pedigree. And the show is, again, um, really just this kind of great moment in in this kind of co-pro, copro age that that we're that we're missing so as you said um the the show the pitch to the show that i always give is the first half of the show is two girls trying to make it in music the second half of the show is uh the responsibility of music and art more broadly to oppose fascism would you say that's fair
1: absolutely the the two biggest themes uh, definitely are music and fashions. <laughs> I don't, to, to put it really broadly, uh, we'll talk more specifically later. But uh... It
0: is not incorrect to call this an anti-Trump <laughs> piece, because this is, again, coming out starting April 2019 and wrapping its, its uh, release on TV in October of 2019. This is in the height of the Trump presidency, and everything about this is pushing back against the rhetoric of Donald Trump. I don't think that Shinichiro Watanabe or anyone working in the show is going to admit to that.
1: It definitely is, though, especially with the themes on immigration. Mm -hmm. Hello. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. So those of you who are tuning into an anime podcast not expecting to hear politics, um, Donald Trump is a terrorist who belongs in jail
1: i agree completely
0: yeah so if you don't like that you can fuck off end of discussion um but yeah this is this is absolutely uh, a, a wonderful show and watanabe dips into some of his old playbook because this show appears to take place in the same universe as cowboy bebop now Soap hasn't watched cowboy bebop so Some minor spoilers for that ahead. Uh, The reason why we can say it probably takes place in the same universe as Cowboy Bebop is, one, it is taking place on Mars. Two, the currency that they're using is Wulong's. Three, Earth is not a nice place to live. But four, it's taking place in a much more distant future where the gate disaster isn't mentioned at all. So we that's that's kind of a strike against it being in the Cowboy Bebop universe. Uh, the technology is way more advanced than Bebop, which, which does also lean to the idea that this is again taking place much later. And this is a Watanabe special. Every single title of an episode is a song title.
1: Oh, that was one of the things I was going to bring up.
0: Yeah, the same thing. The same thing was done for Cowboy Bebop.
1: Oh, it was every
0: single episode of Cowboy Bebop is a song title. Now some of those song titles are deep jazz cuts, but every single one of them is is taken from a is taken from a song. Well, and on Carolyn
1: so, Tuesday, it's a lot more. Uh, it's mod- more pop, songs. modern, yeah, like not modern pop, but you know, eighties, nineties pop. Mm-hmm.
0: And so, uh, and so yeah. you know, things like True Colors, Born to Run, Fire and Rain, Video Killed the Radio Star, Every Breath You Take, Dancing Queen, uh, River Deep, Mountain High, With or Without You, We've Only Just Begun, Walk This Way, The Kids Are All Right, God Only Knows, uh, Head Over Heels, People Get Ready, uh, It's Too Late, Just Like Heaven, Don't Stop Believing and a Change is Going to Come are just some of the song titles that are being used. for what a good
1: playlist that would make. That's a really good playlist. <laughs>
0: It's a really good playlist. And everything, everything that's being done here is meant to evoke the importance of music. And the, one, of the, one of my favorite things is that the interstitials uh, between the first half and second half of each episode is a vinyl image of the single in question. And so again, that's a very Watanabe kind of thing. He's he's paying homage constantly to his influences and letting you know, you know, it, it's it's the it's the famous quote from literature is that uh, uh, good authors steal, great authors steal outright. That that great authors will wear their their influences on their sleeves so that you know precisely where it's coming from because they want you to compare it to what's what it's influencing. So. And I think Watanabe does that just wonderfully, endlessly. So let's get into the first half of the show. And just to start, we have the titular characters, Carol and Tuesday. Carol is an orphan, uh, um, a a, a person of color who's living on Mars, who is living in uh, an apartment or a space above some old man's shop. We never really find out what the old man's name is. We never really find out what his shop is just she lives there and tries to work her jobs living her life her life is miserable the only thing that's not miserable in her life is that she has a synthesizer and she goes out and tries to play occasionally and then we have tuesday who is the daughter of a prominent politician and unlike her older brother who has gotten into politics and helping their mother run for office tuesday is completely obsessed with her gibson guitar and wants to make a career in music. So she runs away from home and ends up running into Carol on the bridge as Carol is playing after uh, after having gotten nearly sexually assaulted at one of her jobs, which is... And,
1: and Tuesday just had her luggage stolen, so they're both feeling pretty low at this point.
0: Yeah, Tuesday is kind of an airhead at the beginning. I, I just cringed when she got her luggage told. I'm like, oh my yeah. goodness. You just, oh. But the girls team up, and one of the first scenes that uh, that was that, that's in the show, that's in the trailer, is the two of them kind of piecing together a song uh, in Carol's space. And they break into a concert hall and play the song in that concert hall. And then all of a sudden, we're off and running. They get discovered by gus goldman who's a former rock drummer and self-proclaimed big-time manager and he goes he he sees instantly what the girls have and not to recap every episode because we don't need to recap every episode we'd be here for a while yeah but they go through the process of getting discovered running afoul of established musicians and then eventually just kind of slowly taking over. Now that's the A plot. What's the B plot? What's happening at the same time that Carol and Tuesday are doing their thing in the first half of the show?
1: Well, we have Angela and her mother also trying to get her into the music business, but in a really different way um because they go to Tao mm-hmm. who who is really a proponent of robotics and AI um creation of music so that immediately sets up this dichotomy that kind of is the theme of the whole show between like creativity like how the making sure you have the humanity in creativity versus being created by by an ai and how that how that kind of plays out is really interesting
0: yep and to be fair to Tao, that he he is incredibly creative He's just not letting Angela be creative at first, and you know we can talk about that later. But there's a there's a point in which um, they're doing the the Mars uh, version of American Idol, Mars uh, Brightest. Yeah, Mars Brightest Stars, where Tao comes in with a change to the song, based on what's been happening. And so Tao is incredibly creative. It's just he's he's viewing Angela. And Angela even says at the very beginning, she's ready to become a doll.
1: Oh, I just When I went back and rewatched it and saw that part again, I just, knowing everything that was going to happen. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh.
0: And so we have Town Angela and Angela's mother, uh, whose name starts with a D. I'll get it in a second. Uh, Dahlia. Dahlia. Working together to get this going. Um, And we run into so many cool characters along the way. I mean, just absolutely fascinating characters. And in the end, almost every character gets their redemption. Like the first major character we run into is Johnny Artagon, who is this pompous as fuck DJ. I mean, you just hate him. When when they start a fire in his house, you're kind of hoping the place burns down. When he goes broke, you're kind of happy he went broke.
1: And but, I thought it was really interesting how the show had so many of these characters that started out as sort of an antagonist to Carolyn Tuesday. Um, you know, Angela, Mother Tao even, and mm-hmm. Erdogan. And then by the end, there's such a great storytelling that you sympathize and they're working together by the end for a mm-hmm. common goal.
0: And almost all of them really kind of, really kind of come along in that way. Uh, there's, there's so many characters who should have gotten more time. Um, Lonesome Clarence, who we only see in a video package at the awards show and only shows up at the very end of the show. And you're like, who is this and why is he being given one of the nine featured spots in the final performance? By the way, we're going to spoil the shit out of this show. So, you know, you haven't watched it. You've had two years. I've watched it. Come on. I'm so far behind in anime. Um, so... Yeah, there's just so much really good stuff that's happening here, and then once they once they start getting going, uh, Tuesday's mother starts kind of like pushing to have Tuesday returned home, and it causes them to technically be be disqualified from Mars's Brightest. But the jailbreak orchestrated by uh, Gus and Roddy and and Carol to get her there and then their plea to go on anyways, which the judges allow them to perform, but tell them they can't win, um, allows them to still get the debut. And then the most amazing thing happens in the next episode. Angela signs her contract to debut immediately. And Gus goes in for Carol on Tuesday and says, no, this contract's garbage. We'll do it ourselves. Thank you very much for your time. And they <laughs> go out and find the best character in the show yeah the best character i love toby so much toby is so fucking awesome and just everything everything that he is everything that he represents everything that he does he is so fucking good uh toby is this legendary record producer who's who's gone out into the Uh, wilds of Mars into the poor area, and he has retired. And in order to lure him out of hiding, Carol and Tuesday start performing Army of Two, which causes Toby to go into a rage and fly at them because the song isn't good enough. And the looks on their faces and everything that happens here. And then, when he agrees to become their producer, uh, he, he makes them do the song a thousand times like almost literally a thousand times until it's perfect and it's that kind of it's that kind of ethos about getting it right that I just really loved in Toby and then when they do the when they do the, the song they're recording in a church he sits down and plays the organ for the song and he is one of the producers uh, of the final performance of the show and just everything about Toby is so brilliant i was pausing there so you could jump in self because oh
1: well i i remember the character but I, I when you started talking i didn't remember who it was at first so i okay. kind of just let you talk there
0: yeah um there's so many great characters in this show we could do a whole episode on yeah. skip and in fact anime feminists put out a really good article on representations of of men of color, specifically black men in this show. And I was wondering if you had anything to say about that since your memory of that might be a little fresher than mine.
1: Yeah, well I read that essay as well and the show definitely raises some issues around black masculinity and using sort of a stereotype of them as like when they first meet gosh, what is his Skip. name? Skip. At, mm-hmm. at the concert they kind of he's treated like a thug until he's until they get to know him and so the show kind of plays off of stereotypes which isn't really fantastic um, but then it
0: undermines the stereotypes it pushes yeah. beneath them because yeah, skip is revealed to be like the sweetest person
1: yeah you definitely as the show goes on see more aspects to their character but also he just kind of gets put in jail and sent to earth and everybody else lives happily ever after
0: oh he doesn't get sent to earth is the if the article saying that they're wrong he's still in the holding cell
1: well yeah maybe that's what i'm thinking because yeah. we we touched on the immigration thing but towards the end the government is trying to round up immigrants and get them all deported and so he's one of the ones that gets rounded up and he doesn't really get a happy ending per se. Like he gets a little bit of a tie up to, in his relations to other characters, but like he doesn't get a really happy ending.
0: Well, assuming that um, and again, as, as the show says, it'll go on in our heads and our hearts at the end. He very well might be because we assume that the seven minute miracle, which happens at the end of the show, which is exactly what, Um, which is why I think spoilers for this are stupid. I think that if you you think that you're going to be spoiled by this when they tell you in the first episode that the show ends with a seven-minute miracle, a seven-minute performance that changes the world, they tell you that in the very first minute of the first episode. So if you're a spoiler baby, and you don't like spoilers, you can go fuck yourself because the show spoils itself in the first minute it's how they get to that end that's really interesting and then you know we we go in depth on these characters all along the way the one i want the 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 relationship that i really want to touch on is the is the tracks that we see between uh angela and Carolyn tuesday because angela goes the full star route now she's already a star when we meet her she's been a model and she wants to do music and as she says in the last episode she, she realizes why she hated Carol and Tuesday so much was because they were, their music was reminding her of why she fell in love with music in the first place and she originally was getting into music at the time that we see her because it was the next thing to do she'd gone as far as she could in modeling and we don't know at the time that Angela and Tao are both genetically engineered uh, creatures They were both genetically engineered by the same doctor 10 years apart, and they were both orphans. So Tao is actually Angela's brother after a fashion. And Angela goes on one of the most realistic and haunting and frightening uh, uh, drug overdoses. And the, the, the depiction of the use of drugs in this show is not sexy. Is not cool. Is horrifying to watch.
1: I would have thought she was gonna die. at yeah. a couple points in there.
0: It's it's really just it's the best depiction of drugs and rock and roll ever, because it's super honest about what it is. Absolutely. And just. The other plot that we haven't talked about yet is the fascism plot. So Carol's mother is running for president of Mars. Yep. <laughs> and she is not herself, not 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 by herself is is Valerie Simmons Donald Trump, but it is her um her campaign her, manager. Yeah. Yeah, who is very much the kind of uh, uh um power behind the throne that is uh just kind of destroying things so uh, spencer the campaign manager has caused a terrorist attack in order to uh make valerie's anti-immigrant stance more um
1: healing to voters
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And she is beginning to gain traction. And because of the attack, there's a crackdown on immigration of people from Earth. And we haven't even talked about uh, other characters who are affected by this, of which there are so many. And again, we could go on about this forever. So we've kind of tamed the show in these kind of haphazard brushstrokes. And the truth is that the show is really cohesive it's really easy to watch the show from the beginning to end. In fact, I was watching the show multiple episodes in a row, which is something I rarely do because every episode is so good and leads you so well into the next in the next episode. So, without just like constantly giving a blow by blow of the show, um, let's do just a really quick some of the your big takes on the show. What why why is this show something that Really caught for you. We'll get to why it's one of the best shows and why people should go out of their ways to watch at the end
1: that's but a big question. <laughs> um, what
0: what caught you here?
1: Well, what I was watching the later half, which was the the coming together of of the artists to fight fascism, i I didn't know that I consciously was making the connection to trump. um. <laughs> uh, But <sighs> sorry, it's hard for me to put these feelings into words. Just the importance of creativity, of, of humanity being able to express themselves and not being censored by their government. Um... <laughs> And just everybody from different walks of life coming together and realizing the importance of that. I I came to you after watching that that second part of, of the show and like, is all anime like this Anne? <laughs> because no. I had no idea that a show could tell that anime used such themes to tell stories like I, I compared it to science fiction where people where they you create this fantastical world so that people don't realize they're being taught to.
0: Yeah. That's like, very Star Trek.
1: Yeah. So that that's kind of how I was seeing the show. Then you informed me that, no, not all anime is like this, but this show definitely is.
0: Yeah. We'll get to that in the episode. So um, I want to talk a little bit about the animation quality, which is just super high. Character models stay on design, and the, the animation quality and characters, the scenes, the settings, beautiful. Episodes 1 through 24, there's no quality dip anywhere noticeable here. Uh, again, that's pretty standard Studio bones fair. Like, they don't take episodes off. There's no filler. There's nothing here that isn't um, meant to progress the story, progress the character. And because of that, they keep the quality high all the way through and it's really really definitely part of of why the show is just so well regarded the second thing is that this is a show with pop music that is really really good because one of the things about almost all the songs on this list is almost every single one of them is a pop song of whether it was whether it originally became a pop, whether it was originally was written as a pop song, or whether it just became popular over time, um, is a pop song. And so this is about as unpop a theme using pop music to address that theme. And that's really kind of amazing. Um th- this this is this is a this is the kind of political stuff that we wish popular music would do, and that in a lot of ways, um, music tries to avoid. There are so many musical artists who do speak out, but usually they're people who aren't particularly popular, or you can only really speak out once you once you've established yourself, or you cannot give a fuck and be ani defranco and just constantly be an out feminist from the moment that you that you that you drop your first album. And you never really care about making millions of dollars. You just decide to do what's right. Um, this is a show that uses pop music to be unpop, and I love that. I love that juxtaposition, and everything in this show. I mean, the voice acting is stellar, and they went and they went out of their way to cast uh, beautiful voices for everyone. And then I want to talk about the uh, queer elements and the queer elements are something here that have been really problematized by by some reviewers <coughs> because uh, Dahlia is a trans woman who's taking care of Carol. She is not presented in the most flattering light. She no. really isn't. Um, nor do I think she has to be because we're not all fabulous. Some of us are bitches. Um, <coughs> some of us are fabulous bitches.
1: I was going to uh, say. <laughs>
0: There's a stalker uh, girl, who uh, uh, Sybil, who appears to be either just a straight lesbian or non-binary, a, a non-binary character or a gender-fluid character. Not exactly sure the way that she's being presented. She's being presented as very mask while being presented as female. And she is in a dangerous uh, obsession kind of relation with uh, Tuesday she's she she tries to hurt Tuesday because Tuesday won't leave Carol to be with her there's um,
1: also Gus's ex-wife mm-hmm. uh turns out that she was a lesbian so I mean she's well, not really a major character maybe no, she, was, she, she was she
0: she's, bi, she's bi- bi- to a woman because i yeah. don't I don't get any because she still thinks she still carries around that that picture of Gus when he was hot, and she's like, That's would true. you like to see what he looked like?" Because uh, I don't think she's I don't think she's not into men. I think she's into everyone. There's a lot of of Fair. bisexuality in here, which is kind of a vision of the future. There are a lot yeah. of characters who are who are definitely pushing uh, uh, gender, um, and there is uh, Desmond, which is another character who is very much uh, something that uh, Watanabe likes to do, and that's that's playing with the idea of intersex either caused by drugs or caused by, in this case, Mars's environment, has, has given Desmond a disease and has caused him to develop uh, sex characteristics of both sexes. Um, and Desmond is very slowly dying. Um, now, fascinating about Desmond, he is being cared for by an AI who, when we meet him, the AI has cut back his meds so Desmond would be awake enough to spend time with Carolyn Tuesday, the AI has has grown feelings and attachments for taking care of Desmond, and we get this these little hints along the way that the AI just aren't these computers doing what they're programmed to do, but they actually have personality and they evolve and they grow. And we'll talk. We could we'll do a whole
1: about... show on just the cute AI characters.
0: It's so good. Even even the little <laughs> clock owl. Uh, that Carol uh, owns is is emotionally affected by the by the AI scam bot they hire to record their first video.
1: Oh yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> the, yeah, the the robot that gets them to buy him beer and then sits in the tub uh, drinking beer instead of helping to make the video.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> just all kinds of awful, awful, wonderful stuff. And again, everything here is is just delightful and well done and and just the little touches make this show like the broad strokes would make this a show that you'd want to watch the little touches make this a show that you're never going to forget and just so many things just go right constantly with how they choose to do the show even though for the first five episodes everything keeps going wrong for carolyn tuesday um and and there's there's so many characters we haven't touched on we could talk about flora for about. 20 minutes because she's the mother of this whole show like everybody has a flora story everyone remembers something about how awesome flora was even crystal who's the biggest star at the time uh, when this show is happening upon meeting flora is just starstruck with her and crystal herself is is amazing and wonderful and you think she's going to be this superficial shallow pop diva but she is the most caring and wonderful person and everyone kind of subverts your expectations about the way we've been kind of in culture to think of celebrity.
1: Absolutely. That's one of the things the show does so well.
0: So why is this one of the best shows and why should you go out of your way to watch it? Well, simple starter. It's on Netflix. You have a Netflix, Netflix subscription. You should watch most of the anime that's on Netflix. Okay. Are we are we good? So why should people go out of their way to watch this show? It's,
1: the music is so great. Like the songs will be stuck in your head for you. You'll find yourself getting a playlist of of the whole of the whole series and just listening to the music because it's so great.
0: Yeah, and the music is on Spotify here in the states. So you actually can have the music. Actually, a lot of anime music has been making it onto Spotify. I was relatively surprised to see uh, singers like Rayfu and groups like. Uh, goose house on spotify recently and i'm just like I'm so, happy. I'm so happy i don't have to try and download these
1: anymore do you happen have to them. do you happen to know if it was the voice cast that also sang the songs
0: it is not because we have different singers for each person okay. and so um just as an example uh tuesday is voiced by uh, kana uh kana ichinose Um, and her vocals are being done by selena ann Um, carol is being voiced by uh, miyuri uh, shima shima bukuro and she's being uh sung by uh 9brxx i don't know how i pronounce that singer's name but that's (laughs) but the singers were all are are all different than the voice cast because they they got they got they got cast members to do the talking and they got singers to do the voicing. It's very uh, Disney in that sense because that's something Disney would do was yeah. that, was that they'd have whomever do the female character and they bring in Leia Salonga to do the singing because it's right. Leia Salonga. <laughs> Why aren't you gonna bring Leia Salonga in to do the singing for the, for a female character? Um
1: what yeah. let, let, let's stop before we start singing Lamez again.
0: Yeah. Um so the last thing that I want to say about this, and this is the big spoiler. And if you haven't left now because of spoilers, then good for you. You're not a spoiler baby. I don't like spoiler babies. Um, I'm not gonna do a a, a bit, but I might try and insert it, I'm not I'm not going to. Um but the the seven minute miracle itself, set the song mother aside. What happens with the camera work is the most important thing. Everyone who is not on stage, who is seen on camera during that song is a mother in some way or another to every other character on the stage. Every single character that we that we cut to in the audience has played a mother role uh, to someone on that stage. So they cut we cut to Angela's manager. The only person who was standing by Angela after her drug overdose, taking care of her she started out as an angela fan which is what got her the job and angela tried to fire her because she was coked out of her head and just she has been sticking with her taking care of her the whole time and she gets one of the early spotlights uh the spotlights on toby and articon the spotlight on gus the spotlight on on desmond's ai all of these things are just moments that are flash to in the final performance of mother and so there is this idea in the in, in the show that that everyone has to take care of everyone else and that's just a very heartwarming tear jerking moment at the end of this show which is just so fucking good you will cry even though i have told you this if you haven't seen it, you will still go and cry because this is just the best show uh of twenty nineteen. If Oh Maidens and Your Savage Season wasn't the best show, I actually do think <laughs> on Tuesday is better. I well, think there that, are
1: different kinds of shows.
0: Yeah, but if but I would I would say this is this is a show that I could easily rewatch. I don't think I could easily rewatch Oh Maidens. There's so much more going on here. There are so many more characters. This is more of of a Dickens novel and its amount of characters and the amount of depth the characters are given. Whereas we really don't get much depth beyond the five main characters in o Maiden's*.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a more well-rounded cast and they're given more of an opportunity to grow and change with the story.
0: And some of that is it's a 24-episode series. Yeah. But some of it is also that's very sci-fi big uh cast uh storytelling, yeah. and so we've made lots of grandiose comparisons to this. So final thoughts on Carolyn Tuesday, easily one of the best animes of 2019, if not the best
1: oh me yeah you <laughs> uh, who else you you would be talking to? Uh, well, I've touched on a lot of of what I really love about the show um.
0: I don't know. Is it enough have... just to say you have a Netflix subscription? There's no reason not to watch this.
1: Well, if you if you're a fan of good stories, then yeah.
0: <laughs> if you're not a fan of good stories, get the fuck out of here.
1: And it's a little hard for me to speak on the art style because I don't have a lot to compare it to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's beautiful. <laughs>
0: Well, you can compare it. You can you can just look at the quality of it and say, here's the quality. You don't have to compare art styles. You know, you're the novice, I'm 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 the otaku.
1: I and it kind of, now that I think about it, has this in common with Oh Maidens. It's it seems like they're constantly in a really soft sunset. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like the coloring and like the the sun reflecting off the water and it constantly just has this beautiful kind of glow about it
0: but at the same time it's nowhere near the watercolor uh effects of a maiden's art no. and animation so it's not the the art is is sharper but the lighting is, is soft
1: yeah so, and, and i don't know if if obviously all animes can't be like that but they're not i i i love the ones that are
0: yeah this is this is gorgeous to look at it's gorgeous to listen to this is amazing and again i'll say it it's the third time i've said it it's on netflix you have a netflix netflix subscription there's no reason not to watch this unless you voted for trump if you voted for trump don't listen to my podcasts go fuck yourself
1: they got this far i'd be really surprised
0: okay and if you don't like us talking about politics and feminism in, a, in an anime podcast again Go fuck yourself because we're we will
1: we talk about feminism and politics in our video game show. We'll talk about feminism and politics in our animation.
0: (laughs) We talk about it in the wrestling show with Emily, so
1: it's part of life.
0: Yep, it is. We talked about we 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 talk about it because everything is political. And if you don't think it's political, then you're wrong. Art is always political. Art is always gonna be political. Deal with it now, bitches. And a discussion. All right, that is going to do us for um, uh, Carolyn Tuesday, which we are wholeheartedly recommending, as will be the case with almost everything we talk about, because we aren't going to watch bad shit. Um, next episode, we are going to watch some trash. We are going to watch some refined good trash, trash that is also on Netflix that you are going to want you are going to want to watch because. Um, there's nothing wrong with fan service. If you don't believe us, you can go listen to our many episodes of q for fun where we've talked about how good fan service can be. And I think we're going to watch one of the best examples of really well-done fan service. It's still plenty exploitative, but you know I don't care, because it's still good. Um, we're going to be watching Kakagiri, which is a gambling show and manga, uh, which is the show i gave soph to watch when she was like is all anime this good
1: (laughs) and boy do they gamble a lot
0: boy do they gamble a lot boy are they sexy a lot boy is this is this a is this a cast of people you are supposed to want to um and there is nothing wrong with that we are we are we are we are pro-sex we are, are sex-positive feminists, and, you know, if you don't know Absolutely. what that is, then you need to, like, read some more shit and stop listening to stereotypes on red pill forums. Okay, it means, incels.
1: It just, it means you can be a feminist and also like sex at the same time. That's what it means.
0: Yes, that's, that's all it needs to mean. <laughs> uh, which is what most people actually are. Okay, so that's going to do it for episode two of Anime Sweater. We're going to talk about Kakagiri next time. we got a lot more coming down the pipe. There's stuff I'm going to be having self-watch. There's stuff that I'm going to be watching for the first time. And there's always an option for you to email us if you want to ask us to review something or ask us what you think about, about something or you know just let us know what's going on with you and anime. Uh, you can email us at uh anime sweater podcast at gmail.com you can follow the show at anime sweater pod on twitter you can find us in all of your podcasting uh places of choice except for itunes apple Podcasts right now because i haven't had the time to sit down and do it you can follow the show hosts on their uh various uh places of being you can follow soph at lisa what is it again
1: three three two five
0: Lisa three three two five. The listen when previous...
1: when I created my Twitter account, I have no concept of branding, so leave me alone.
0: Yeah. Have you <laughs> broken any monitors recently on your on your on your
1: Twitter not, feed? Not recently.
0: Okay. You can find me over at Anne underscore Elise, and you can find our other shows that we do. We do a Heroes of the Storm podcast called Q for Fun, which we do with our co-hosts Royalite and WickedKitten13. You can also find uh you can find that at Q for Fun you can find uh, our wrestling podcast. Yes, we do a wrestling podcast with uh, myself and Emily at an Emily pod over on Twitter. And we'll be doing new episodes of all those and this show next week because I'm crazy and I want to do three shows in a weekend. see just to see if I can. Sounds busy. It's very busy. Plus I'm working overtime this week. So <sighs> joy. All right. So, do you have a tagline?
1: Thank you for joining us for this cozy anime show.
0: Yes, it's very cozy with all the swearing and feminism. <laughs> I'm be- I'm not being sarcastic at all. I'm very relaxed, mostly because I've been sipping on some scotch the whole time. So
1: that is very cozy.
0: All right, that's gonna do it for Anime Sweater. We'll see you next episode as we review Kakagiri and we will make it a habit to tell you what's coming on the next episode. So you have time to watch it between when we talk about it and when we talk about it. We'll see you next time on Anime Sweater.